let's go ahead and get it cracking, YouTube. What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Mind, and this is another weekday drop. This is the November 2022 weekday drop. Let's get right into it, man. We ain't gonna make this show too, too long, but be sure to follow your boy, Master23 Mind, everywhere, Mastermind RGTV on YouTube. If you're on YouTube right now, shout out to the YouTube world. Hit like, subscribe, and go ahead and share with a gaming friend, man, or a technology friend, man. We talking about it, some of everything. We here, we there, we everywhere. Follow me at Twitch, Master23Mind. We're going live, playing a new Call of Duty. Let's, let's go, man. Let's go. We got a lot to talk about. There's a couple things I'm being here kind of just, you know what I'm saying, breaking down diving deep into we got some uh playstation vr2 news we're gonna talk about oh man my eyes is bothering me we got uh digital versus cd hey, hey we're gonna dive deep into it man we're gonna talk about some god of war um and some of this call of duty just a little something sounds just not too much a little here a little there but uh let's dive right into it so i want to get a couple of y'all opinion about um about digital how many people uh still buy the disc games versus the digital games and the reason i ask that is because of we're dealing with we're in a situation to where now um it's almost like you know digital the sales on digital is going like through the roof and the sale on physical cds is like you know starting to fall off a little bit now um for example the new call of duty that came out you put the you, you buy the disc you put the disc in there's pretty much you pretty much can't play the game until you download like I think like um the, how big that file was it, it was a really big gigabyte file to download before you can even play the game. I own a game digitally uh but I'm a very I'm a I'm a very physical CD person. So a lot of my stuff has kind of transitioned over to digital um but I do still like the physical cd but just something to kind of think about because uh there was rumors around floating around on twitter something about ea i don't i didn't write it down on my handy dandy board here but um there was some details about ea um and i didn't read too deep into it but i was talking about ea uh pretty much banning uh cds whatever they're gonna they're gonna go completely digital or whatever something something and that that conversation has kind of always been in the realm of, of gaming things is digital and CD and then looking at the digital and CD sales, seeing that the sales has been going down on uh, CD, but going through the roof on digital, especially when COVID hit, everything was pretty much digital. So, you know, and the digital sales hasn't turned around. So, you know, that kind of brings things especially now you got xbox game pass like that's completely digital you know what i'm saying so digital versus cd is a great debate and i want to know who's watching the show to uh hey man if you're watching this on youtube drop down in the chat or drop down at the bottom which one do you prefer cd or digital and why uh moving on man i want to talk about this gotham knights a little bit so i was really excited about this gotham knight shout out to one of the brothers i i seen uh, at the E-Plex place, man, we was talking about Gotham Knights and the Batman series and everything, and this Gotham Knights looked it, it, it looked real good, it looked real good. Shout out to the homie Lemon, uh, one eight one eight one oh eight Dragons TVs. I was gonna say one oh seven, one oh eight Dragons TVs, and um, he was playing Gotham Knights, and yo, some of the parts in the game, like, was kind of buggy or whatnot. I know he was experiencing a couple things uh, when he was playing. He was just kind of walking through the city and there was no AI to fight. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Games like that. 
um, remind me of like Spider-Man because of, you know, when you're fighting the bots and fighting AI, it, it seems to kind of get repetitive a little bit. Um, Gotham Knights kind of, I didn't play it yet, but just watching the homie play it and it was like, yo, there's not a lot of people to fight. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was just a part of the game he was at. And I've been reading stuff about about a lot of bugs and everything been in the game. So it's one of those things I was really excited for. But once it came out, the hype was up for like two days and it just kind of went away. And I, 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 all the things I kept hearing about was how bad the game, you know, like bugs and whatnot. Um, but, you know, I got to get my hands on it because I was really excited about it when they showed uh, when they showed Batman fighting against Iceman and uh some other stuff that was also before the game came out all of the trailers and everything was amazing i was like oh this is gonna be the one right here so i'm not necessarily shutting the game down but uh let me know your thoughts about gotham knights i gotta get my hands on it man but my hands is really getting ready for this god of war we're gonna talk about that a little bit later on in the show but moving on to something else that just dropped man this call of duty modern warfare 2 listen man this has been, they said, so reports came out, this is the biggest Call of Duty ever. It topped all of the Call of Duties ever. Cold War, the last Modern Warfare, it topped all of them. Yo, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. So, I gotta, I'm gotta, I'm going to do a completely separate podcast, kind of breaking down a uh, full review on God of uh, not God of War, uh, but... Uh, Modern Warfare 2, I'm going to do a full review, just kind of breaking it down and talking about it, because I got some, you know, I got a couple things I want to say about it, man, I'm going to elaborate into it, but uh, I'm going to wait for that, though, but this is the biggest Call of Duty game, and this third-person point of view, yo, I'm pretty good at third-person point of view, now, playing the beta was like, yo, this third-person point of view suck, man, I'm not that good at, nah, I just, I ain't like it, game came out, Things are a little bit much better than it was on the beta. You know what I'm saying? The graphics are amazing. I will have to say, and not to go completely into the review of the podcast, the separate podcast I'm going to do, the graphics on this Call of Duty looks really good. Not just on campaign mode, but even in multiplayer mode and in third-person point of view. So the graphics all around looks really, really good. The story... It's like a freaking movie. And a lot of times when you're transitioning from the cutscene to the game, beautiful. They do an amazing job with it. So heads off to Call of Duty for what they did with this one, man. And I can't wait to see like the updates and the different seasons that they have, like season one. So you know how they went through with all of the Call of Duties. I can't wait to see what they do with this one. And when are we going to get this Call of Duty movie? We know that the game is pretty much like all these cutscenes that we're seeing. It's pretty much like a movie. And there has been rumors before. Of, you know how we getting, um, you know, Last of Us. Uh, we getting all these Sony, um, even Mario's getting a freaking movie now. So you know how we getting a lot of these games going to movie. When are we going to get this Call of Duty movie? Beam. So Xbox, uh, by them purchasing Activision or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be a good look on them if they drop the Call of Duty movie coming from Xbox Studios. That'll be a good look on Microsoft if they can pull it out the hat and get that deal some kind of kind of some kind of way out there. Because, boom, check this. If Call of Duty is the number one 
uh, Call of Duty best-selling game, and they're talking about taking a break uh, with the Call of Duty. Boom, they're in the middle of that break. Xbox Studios, since they own Activision or whatever, hey, you know what I'm saying? PlayStation, man, they already said, they already, I, I would want to stop all the rumors and all the arguments out there. They already said, look, man, we're not, we not trying to make Call of Duty an exclusive to Xbox. We're not trying to cut other gamers off from Call of Duty. We want to keep Call of Duty how it is, make it, you know, for PlayStation, Xbox, and, you know, for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, PC, we're not going to make it exclusive. So, all those maybe Xbox will make it exclusive. We're going to shut that out the door. Like, it's done. So, we already know that it's going to be available. Next Call of Duty, when it drops, it's going to be available for PlayStation now. Right over. So, boom. When they take that break, Xbox Studios can go ahead and cook up a Call of Duty movie. Guess who's going to benefit off that movie by them owning it? Xbox Studios, not PlayStation. But that'll be a great look because PlayStation already got a lot of their games coming to movies and TV shows and whatnot. So if Xbox, by them owning Call of Duty, man, that'll be perfect. And then check in. They can even go so far back to the other stories that's in Call of Duty. Think about it. The Black Ops series, pretty good story behind it. Uh, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series you got out now, that would probably be the first route they'll take. But I'm just thinking, yo, they own Activision. Do you know how many Call of Duties is in Activision? Like the different routes of they can take if they wish to go a movie or a TV series? Yo, that'd be perfect. Uh, especially since we're in the age of we're getting these games going to TV shows and movies. That'd be perfect. Something to kind of think about. But uh, I want to speak about this, man. We got to speak heavy about this. We're going to elaborate. This is going to take me into the PlayStation VR 2 topic. Uh, but check game. Two million players is gone from the PlayStation Plus since they made the whole little switch. Man, this is a problem. Two million? So PlayStation Plus has lost two million players since they did this whole revamping of the PlayStation Plus situation. Your price is too high, dog. You did it at the wrong time. We got inflation going up. We got an uh, upcoming recession coming. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, which, like, It's not even a lot of people that have a PS5 still. You know what I'm saying? You're still looking at supply shortages. It's a lot of things going on in the economy globally. And... Your price is just way too high. Speaking of prices too high, we're going to come back to the PlayStation Plus situation. PlayStation VR 2 will be dropping February uh, the 22nd next year, 2023, for 549 bucks. Bundled with the Horizon for 599 Excuse me. Let's talk about it. Your price is too high, Jack. I will say... It's much cheaper than what Meta got coming out with their VR headset. Their VR headset, I think the Pro, the the Pro Meta headset was like fifteen hundred, something like that. So, for this VR technology to be where it's at, mm, compared to the Meta, not bad. But, yo, that's the price of the PS Five. Hey, like the homie said. You're going to have to support it, if you know what I'm saying? So, this is the thing. This can go either way. This can go either way. And I'm going to tie this back into the subscription. This can go either way. 
if so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a good and a bad the bad vr2 don't do so well because the price is too high not a lot of people own a ps5 already and majority of the people that own a ps5 pretty much saying you know what i don't want to invest so much into uh the playstation vr and playstation vr2 be a flop that'll hurt sony really really bad um that are, I don't even want to go forth with the other prediction of thoughts. Good. The good end is if it does well, now you're looking at a situation to where the demand is going to be really high, but the supply is not going to be there. So we're already dealing with a supply with PS5 issue. Now that's getting a little bit better, but if this PlayStation 2 VR do as well as the PlayStation 5 and people support it, when I say support it, I'm talking about the bundle, the 599 one sell sell out even quicker than the 549. If that happened, that's a sign of success of I would say that's a sign of success in PlayStation uh VR 2 if the bundle sell out. So if that is the case now you're looking at, okay, majority of everybody that has a PS5 uh, now have the VR2. And the people that don't have a VR, I mean, people that don't have a PS5, you know what I'm saying? They're dying to get a, they're dying to get a PS5 now because of the VR2. So now they're looking at spending double on next holiday, Black Friday, when it comes around for the PlayStation and the VR. That's when I think the sales is going to really like make make a break if the VR really flops or not during the holiday sales. So the holiday sales that's getting ready to come up is the beginning of November. So we're going to be doing plenty of podcasts in the month of November because we got Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday and those things also in the month of November. So a lot of these games and systems may go on sale and may not. I'm pretty sure last year they wasn't on sale, but I'm pretty sure this year we should get the PS5 price lowered down a little bit, maybe on Cyber Monday or Black Friday. Same thing for Xbox. Um, so if that's the if that's the case, you feel oh, going back to my point that if that's the case, during that time it's gonna really be the time to where okay, you know what I'm saying Yo, this is the where PSVR 2 need to shine. I doubt if it do really good. And DN2, we're going to be in a recession. Remember that. So economic hard times, you know what I'm saying, is already here, but it's, it's coming even more and more. You feel what I'm saying? So that's another part to kind of play in it. Now, if the, the if this VR thing was maybe $3.99, I would say, yo, that's going to, yeah, people gonna bite that. But five forty nine, Jack. Now, let me give you some more strategizing ideas, Sony. Y'all need to bundle this whole forbidden or not forbidden West Horizon Zero done. If you do make a remaster for it, you need to bundle that with the VR two. They need to make more bundles with the PlayStation fives and this VR two situation. Now we do got a bundle with this 
VR Horizon or whatever, that's cool. But is it really worth $5.99? Because remember, um, if this is a VR game, how long is the game? Is it like 20 minutes? You feel what I'm saying? Is it like a demo? Or is it like a trial? Um, and even if it is a full game, is it really a full, full game? I'm talking about like for, for Ben West, like a full-fledged game, not just something, hey, you get to play this and have fun on VR for a good hour or two or a good 30 minutes. The game has to be more, the game has to be longer than four hours for for me to consider it as, yo, this is a full-fledged like game we're getting bundled with this VR. You feel what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. They need to bond, they need to put more stuff with it with that price. Do because of the economic times that we're in and everything. Um, you know what I'm saying? Will I be getting it? Nah, Jack. Oh, nah, Jack. <laughs> Price is too high, Jack. <laughs> but it's the thing. Uh, us as PlayStation players, we have to support this for Sony to do well. But look, man, you 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 cut, you lost two million players. That's big. Those two million players that they lost could have been potential VR two buyers. That's why I said I was going to bring this all back around like a 360, baby. Let's go. So the 2 million players is because of the situation that they're trying to do. They're trying to be a little bit like Xbox Game Pass, almost. But the subscription, not so bad. It's not bad. It will get better. It's not at its best right now. It will get better. And I would say, yo, if you're a diehard PlayStation fan, this is one of those things you definitely want to support. Uh, but at the same time, I will honestly probably wait because the services will get better. But they got, you know what I'm saying? It's a couple of things that, yo, y'all already know how I feel. I kind of gave it a full breakdown and rant about it before. That's what a question come back in. I'm going to bring this back to my first topic. Digital versus CDs. Yo, why can't we use our old CDs to play our old games? Nintendo does a perfect job at allowing people to have backwards capability situations with the disc. And I'm talking about back in the day with GameCube. Like they they're they got a well-known track record. Um and if you're gonna have a disc version of the PS5 and you see that disc sales are not doing so well versus digital, why are you not letting your players play these old disc games on your disc version of your PS5? That don't make a lot of sense to me. You know, and I think if they allow us to play the disc version of these old games on the, the disc version of the PS5, now you give people a reason to, hey, digital version or CD version. You feel what I'm saying? So, once they get to a point to where they allow uh, a little bit more open freedom with these different features, the PlayStation Plus features, those two million players that you lost may come running back to you. But you got to give us a little bit more bang for our buck. Xbox Game Passes, they give you a lot of bang for your buck because there's so many tons of games, even from all of the Xbox generations. 
You know what I'm saying? We don't want just PlayStation 1, a little bit of the PS2, a little bit of the, you know what I'm saying? We want back. We want all generations. You feel what I'm saying? We want just to pick and choose of games. Xbox did a great job at kind of, you know what I'm saying, picking a lot of great games in that genre. PlayStation got a lot of games in under their hat that they're not allowing us to play. Some of us own these amazing games on disc that if we have the disc version of a PS5, just put our disc in for it. It's great. That's, you know, that's a that's a conversation that can kind of go back and forth with the community, but definitely some things that PlayStation need to uh, uh, fix and switch, or I would say switch, but definitely improve on to get those two millions, the two million people that they lost and say, hey, come back. We got something better. It will get better soon, and I hope so. But the prices for the VR2 and for the PlayStation, this whole new revamp situation, it's kind of too high. Uh, moving on, man, real fast, man. Talking about this Last of Us TV show will be dropping next year, first of the month, 15th. Yo, listen, that's going to be dope. Um, Very excited to see that because the success of this may determine if we get like, I think they said they already working on a season two or something. But the success of this will give us a season two. And at season two, we may, they may show Last of Us 2. And even a... I'm just, I'm just hoping off the just this top optimist of gaming thoughts right now. If we, if the success, if this show does very, very good, they give us a season two, and season two go off of Last of Us Two, the game. They may start to introduce a Last of Us Three. Even though, spoiler alert, even though we know the ending of what happened at Last of Us Two, and the ending of it was like, eh, this is probably it. We, we might not get a Last of Us 3. This this is probably the close of that chapter. Just like they said, um, Uncharted was a, that's the end of that. That's the close of that chapter. We might not get another Uncharted. But maybe, maybe. And I feel like if we, uh, if they, if they give us a season two for the Last of Us TV show and start to introduce Last of Us 3 through the TV show, that would do a great job at selling the next game of Last of Us 3 and a great way to introduce Last of Us 3 if they was to do it. Even though the game will sell regardless, regardless if the TV show does well or not because it's Last of Us. And the PlayStation fans, all of us know that that's a great game to have. So if they was to drop Last of Us 3, it's going to do well regardless. But you see what I'm thinking here. If they, man, if they drop that with the TV show, or introduce it. Yo. Call Sony and Zex up, man. Tell these guys, man. Master Man is dropping some gems and some bars that these guys need to hear. I got a lot of ideas and future predictions of what these guys can do and what they are going to do. Moving on, talking about um this God of War. I want to break down this God of War for a little bit. Anchor talking about kicking me out of here in 30 minutes, but we're going to keep on rocking and rolling, though. But check this out, man. God of War Ragnarok is about to get ready to drop. By the time you hear the podcast, see the podcast on YouTube, Mastermind RGTV, um, God of War will probably be already out. But listen, yo, a lot of people that play the game early, like IGN and these other guys, reviewers or whatever, they've been getting this God of War like a perfect score pretty much. I'm telling y'all, man, this is going to be game of the year. This is going to be game of the year. This game looks amazing. So um, I looked at, uh, I can't remember the name of it. I usually will have them pulled up, but I can't remember the name. I was looking at one of the reviews. They was reviewing like the frame rate 
uh, the graphics and comparisons because this God of War Ragnarok is also dropping on PS4. Now, I was looking at the review and I was like, and he mentioned something. He said something very important. It was like, well, you know, God of War uh, Ragnarok still, you know, by it being a previous gen game, still is kind of built from the ground up for, from the PS4 Pro pretty much. Uh, and not technically a PS5 game built from the ground up. What I mean by that is when I say that, I'm talking about for PS5 only. Or this is so powerful that it's not going to be able to run on PS4. Now, for a game like God of War Ragnarok to be running on the PlayStation 4 and still look good. Like it basically... They he they was they basically was saying that this game was kind of set to like really max out the potential of the PS4, um, but for the mere fact we're in the second third year, uh, second second year of PS5 I think we're right in the second year of PS5, and for a new game to drop, still for the PlayStation 4 this big, and still looks look really 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 good. That's a question to where it's like, okay, I thought about it. Yo, so this game is not built up from the this not built up from the ground up on a PS5 engine. So you mean to tell me that this game can look even better if they was, you know, build it up from next gen from the ground up? Hmm. Y'all holding back. <laughs> so I had to thinking, like so the so they were saying that it's four different modes on the God of War. You got high performance rate and um regular one like and uh, it's like a 144p uh, uh one and two. But it's four different like quality modes or whatnot. Quality mode, performance mode, and something else. What so I'm thinking like, yo, these games two years from now. That's going to be built from the ground up from the PS5. I thought a lot of these games was already built from the ground up from the PS5. So, two years from now, you mean to tell me these games are going to look even better, but at the same time, hmm, make you really wonder. You remember how Legend of Zelda dropped for Wii U and it came out for the Switch? One of those situations to where it's like, yo, so the next Zelda that dropped, will it be for... Switch and maybe a new Switch console. <laughs> we need a new Nintendo console. That's why I mentioned that. But to see God of War drop, uh, dropping on PS4 and PS5 is one of those things to where it's like, hey, y'all kind of holding back on the tech then. But you got to remember, they've been working on this game, uh, I think since like 2019. No, 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 2020, I think. Yeah, they've been working on this game for quite some time, even through COVID or whatnot. So, um, with that being said, it's like, well, I can't wait for it. <laughs> and until we get to play with the boy, I seen them playing with the boy and whatnot. It's a lot of different monsters and things we get to fight in the game. I'm really excited for it, but I was wondering, like, yo, I'm surprised. I'm just really surprised that they got a, this is supposed to be a next generational game. They got, they managed to get a game like God of War at this high attitude uh, attitude and looking really good on the PlayStation 4. I'm really surprised about that. 
Um, yeah, that that was one. Of, I, I want to elaborate more, but I feel like I can't because I haven't played the game yet, and the game haven't dropped yet. But just know when it do drop, oh baby, we are gonna be doing a full review. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned with it. We got a full review of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. We're gonna be uh, diving deep and heavy talking about it, and God of War Ragnarok. Man, we're gonna be diving deep and heavy talking about it because they said a lot of the bosses, like mini fights that's on there, is really really intense. And you think the Valkyries was intense on the last God of War? Get your controllers ready because God of War, God of War Ragnarok uh, boss fights is very intense. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I'm hype already, man. Listen, man. I already pulled this on. It's, it's there. I'm just waiting. You know, it's there. But um, that's pretty much it. I really wanted to. Um, I think that's really all I really want. Oh, one more thing before I get up out of here, man. Anchor. Y'all gonna have to wait, Anchor. See, Anchor is tripping, man. If the Anchor... Yo, we're gonna take a quick commercial break real fast for the Anchor, for, for the anchor crowd. One second. All right, we back in this thing, man. That was either a quick commercial break, man. If you ain't... If you fast forward or review, reverse through this thing, make sure you just uh, take it back a little bit, then come back. So listen, this is the last thing I'm gonna talk about before we bounce out of this thing, man. And this right here was... Uh, this, this is close to me. So... Uh, GameStop NFT situation. So, you know, they're running on the Immutable X blockchain. I said it right this time. Um, they're running on the Immutable X blockchain. And this situation is really, really interesting. So, for those that don't know anything about the Web3 uh, situation and gaming, gamify those, yo, check out the previous last three episodes. I've been talking about this stuff on pretty much all of the podcast episodes <laughs> talking about blockchain games and web three games. This is going to get really, really interesting. And when I, when I seen it, I was like, yo, so for those that don't know what the immutable X blockchain is, you want to definitely do your research on that. And you want to look into, um, the, the GameStop NFT shop. So this situation is very interesting because, for those that thought GameStop was kind of going out of business and everything, and now they're bouncing here in the digital world, it's like, yo, man, the future of gaming is going to be very interesting. Because, so Pete Game, Call of Duty is one of the biggest uh, shooters. And even if you don't like it, the numbers don't lie. It's one of the biggest selling games. And it's now... Modern Warfare 2 is now the biggest Call of Duty game. So I mention that is because a lot of the people, a, a, a lot of those sales and those numbers, those people, imagine seeing those numbers uh, in the Web3 community. It's not there yet. So Web3 gaming and, and blockchain gaming, this stuff is really, really early. Shout out to the homie on Twitter. I forgot his name. I, I was going to give him a shout out, but I forgot his name. But shout out to the homie on Twitter. Um, he be screaming live on Twitch too. Uh, but we're really early in this scene, man. And I see that, yo, gaming numbers is picking up more and more and more. And the numbers that's in the mainstream of gaming, yo, when these numbers shift over to the web three gaming space, it's going to be crazy. And now you're going to be looking at, um, not just gamers getting paid, but there's going to be a change. (laughs) There's gonna be a change in a lot of the in a lot of ways of 
how content creators and gamers, streamers and things, um, it's going to be a lot of change. And even in the games itself and a lot, how a lot of this stuff is running. So tying all this stuff in to how, you know how you go to GameStop, you know, you go buy, get a used game or you sell, you trade your games in and stuff like that. That takes me back to, so it brings me back around to the beginning of this show, digital or CD. So the question is, will GameStop set up some type of situation? If they can, if they can integrate this with the brick and mortar store of GameStop to where, yo, I buy this NFT of a game or whatever, or something in the game, and we go to a brick and mortar store and they provide us with a physical something physical in the store like the disc or whatever because we brought the nft or whatever i'm just you know just kind of brainstorming and thinking like yo gamestop can be very creative with a lot of this stuff that's up and coming uh in in the web3 gaming space and i got to thinking about that that's why i wrote on the board it was like yo the future of gaming is gonna be dope and i love the way that gamestop has now pivoted themselves to kind of operate on that level so that's just something I kind of wanted. That's why I said it was close to me. <laughs> it was close to me. That's something I wanted to speak about. But yo, y'all stay tuned for more, man. Cause we got we got we got Black Friday in this month. We got Cyber Monday in this month. We got one of the biggest games dropping for PlayStation. God of War Ragnarok dropping. By the time you this podcast, it'll be already out. Um, we got. I'm I'm hoping that. I think God of War is going to be probably the last great game we get this year. I'm going to say that. So, yeah. This is going to probably be the last great game we get this year. Modern Warfare 2 is still going to be doing numbers and still be doing its thing. Uh, I'm excited for the seasons. That's what I want. Yeah, the seasons of Call of Duty also. Season 1 of Call of Duty actually dropped this month. I'm excited to uh, play and get, in, get indulged into that. So, we're going to be back with more episodes of the podcast. Definitely. Most definitely. I got a, I got a couple guests lined up to come on the show. One of the homies we're going to be talking about VR technology and um, their experience in VR gaming. And I'm going to ask him about the PlayStation VR 2, what to think about that. Because I think I think he's a PlayStation fan. But stay tuned for more of that. And I got a couple of uh, Web3 uh, gaming developers that we're going to bring onto the show. And actually kind of, you know, talk some gaming and the future of gaming of things. Um, we got a lot planned, man. We got a lot planned. And we're going to be bouncing back with more of the podcast and more special episodes. So stay tuned for that. Be sure to follow your boy Master239, Mastermind RGTV on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe. I'm on Anchor, all of the podcasts, Spotify, Apple. We're everywhere. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere. Remember that. Real gamer RGTV for the classic shows. It's been real, y'all. Man, love is love. And we are out of here. Peace out, YouTube.